0: This is episode 33 with Personal Transformation Coach, Julie Court. This is Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson. Finally realizing my master's degree only taught me so much, I decided to start on a journey to learn more about what it truly means to be a pencil leader and how we can leave a positive mark on people and the world around us. So each week, I'm going to bring you a topic or a guest that will help guide us on our way to grow and leave a positive mark wherever we go. So if you're ready, take out your pencils, and let's begin. Super excited um, to welcome our guest, Julie Court, on the show today. Julie has over a decade of experience in inspiring others to leave and serve with confidence, um, and she does that through her motivational writings and speaking, her transformation coaching program, the conferences that she has hosted, uh, and also her Bible classes that she has taught. Um, and so I'm so, so thankful to have her on Pencil Leadership today. Julie, uh, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for having me.
0: No problem. Uh, like I said, very excited to, to dig into um, the topic of brilliant thinking and daring actions. Um, but first, would you, would you like to share a little bit about your journey and how you've gotten to this point with the Incredible, incredible Life Makeover?
1: Yeah, um, I didn't have an intention of writing a book or starting a movement called the Incredible Life Makeover. But boy, now we're in COVID. <laughs> How many people are in the middle of trying to dig out from all the mess and things that are swirling around, and some of them really need to pivot, and they need an Incredible Life Makeover. Yeah. And so um really excited to be on today and to maybe just share a few of the um really brilliant thinking that allowed me to transform my own life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear more about that. So where would you like to start with that?
1: Well, you know, I think that um, the trauma of everything to do with COVID, um, it can feel like the worst traumatic experiences of our lives. Mm. And um, I've lived through multiple of them. (laughs) And um, the seven phases that are in the Incredible Life Makeover – came from going through a period of trauma and having to rebuild my life. Okay, And um, so I grew up um, in an alcoholic home and um, a codependent dad, I mean, mom. And you know what? My parents loved me. They did the very best that they could for me, um, but their marriage ended in divorce. And that has mm-hmm. a lot of soul wounds on the side of me. Yeah. And my mom tragically married um, someone who was actually um, pornographic and, Mm. and, um, ended up with her having a nervous breakdown. And that was, um, by the time that I was 11. Wow. So that caused even more soul wounds. And so the first, um, phase of the incredible life makeover is going through the door of transformation. And this is where I was introduced to a brilliant way of thinking and the things that could have crippled me for the rest of my life did not. Hmm. Because the kingdom, it has brilliant thinking and it has brilliant principles based on the na- nature and character of God.
2: Hmm.
1: So um, I have the privilege of just sharing the, what I call power principles from that journey, because I've been living them a long time, had not even, uh, wasn't even telling the the, you know, gory details of a childhood <laughs> cared less because I was living my best life now. Mm. And, um, it was the Lord who asked me if, cause I had moved into teaching them to other people, um, when they were struggling. And then the Lord asked me if I would write them down and tell his testimony of how he restores people to freedom, how they can live a life of success and that they can become whole and authentically live mm. their.
0: Life. That's awesome. I love that.
1: Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want that, right? And exactly. So, um, yeah. So that's um, and I was like, you should find someone qualified to do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Um. So all I'm doing is sharing the um the power principles, but after you learn a power principle. You have to learn a skill set of how do I actually live out that power principle? And so that's what the Incredible Life Makeover, uh, because I have been gifted from birth with the ability to take a truth and then teach people how to live it.
2: Mm.
1: Bible teacher, the thing is, is so this translates into business. It translates into education. It translates into spiritual and personal growth. Mm-hmm. And so um there's seven phases of transformation, and they all have um specific skill sets and steps for each one. And then it has part two is six superior mindsets. And mm-hmm. this is for different paradigms of how to look at the world so that the trauma or the loss that you have experienced in the past, how to kick that out and come into the power and the freedom. That Jesus died to give you.
0: That's awesome. I love that. So yeah, I would love to dig in uh, and do kind of like a high level of those seven phases so people can get a gist of it and then connect with you to hear even more.
1: Yeah. Well, I will go ahead and give them just the briefest Yeah. Um, because the second phase, so the first one is the door of transformation. Mm-hmm. Many people have not been um, Someone did not take the time to help them to get free after they came into that relationship with Jesus. And so the second one is actually on the supernatural power of forgiveness. Oh, yeah. And it's called a clean heart. And this is where the things that the enemy or the things that life, um, the things that accidents have stolen from you and our responses you can, like, I used to be an angry, bitter person who had an orphan spirit and a victim mentality. Mm. And I got those roots out of my own heart pulled out through the three steps that you can go through to get out of the forever mill of forgiving and actually come into a place where the things that were rooted inside you because they attached on to your emotions and they attached lies about yep. yourself and about other people and getting free of that. And so, um, a lot, I, I do whole hour long interviews on that. Um, and one of, and you can go to my website at new life for And, um, there's an interview on there that I, that I did. Um, I do podcasts all the time just on that chapter alone, but, <laughs> um, yeah. So, awesome. the next phase though, um, is on um, developing irresistible intimacy, and um, a lot of people uh, they come and they they ask me how do I hear God how how can I get close to Him because they hear the love relationship that I have with Him, and it's when we can get into that love face to face intimacy with Him that love relationship that it the what the turnoff about religion. And the turn on to an irresistible intimacy with God is so powerful because that fuels your brilliant thinking. Mm. You get in touch with the voice of the creator when you can get close enough to him to hear his heart. And so awesome. that's love um, because my thing is um, I used to feel very condemned by God because of the, the alcoholic and the authoritarian mm. voices that um were they did the very best they could but they sowed lies about myself yeah so i had to get over my lies about god right because that voice became what i thought the voice of god was like and it isn't he isn't like that
0: right yeah true
1: yeah and so anyway so that's the next phase um so then and there's and there's a there's a whole list there's a beautiful list of um five ways that you can tell Mm. you have um, the wrong view of who God is, which means you have distortions. Wow. And those distortions are what's keeping you from brilliant thinking.
0: Yeah. Hindering that thought process for sure.
1: Yeah. And so the first area that I like to, um, if people have the wrong mindset about God, when I work with them privately Mm one-on-one, Or if they, if they come into um, a life group or a small group that's going through my book, um, we want to get into that place of intimacy so those distortions can be taken care of, yep. they can come into the sweetness of who he is. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, there's a quote in that chapter that is uh-huh. one of my favorite in the whole book. What is that? It goes along with brilliant thinking and it goes along with daring actions. Perfect. Because here's the key. It says as, and I didn't write this, the Holy Spirit like downloaded this sentence into my brain. Cause I've never thought it before, but before huh. on the page. Oh, yeah. And here's the power sentence from this chapter that I love to quote this when I speak in public. Yeah. As, as God plants his DNA on the inside of you, in the soil of your weakness, his strength and his character spring forth.
0: Mm. I love that. What
1: happens is he transforms your weakness. Yep. With his DNA. And this is where once you start, once his DNA starts planting on the inside of you, just like those plants that are coming up right now, because it's spring. Hmm. They're poking out of the soil. They're forcing their way up. God's DNA begins to force, I mean, not force in a bad way, but it out the lies.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It pushes them out with the brilliant thinking. And eventually what you have left is even in adversity like COVID, you can have a mind that's in line with his brilliant thinking that's gonna lead you to success and daring actions of faith.
0: Yeah. That's awesome, and I think it's the the first one is, um, with going that through that door of transformation, and then um, cl- getting that clean heart, um, just getting to the root of the problem. Is so like uh, in my past with the athletic training and stuff, we'd always want to find the root cause of the discomfort or the pain in the body, and a lot of times we superficially treat things, um, we call them band aids because they don't really solve the problem. So being able to dig deep and find the true issue, the true reason that someone's having that pain or discomfort and then being able to then heal and put in the process of healing to really get rid of all that negativity. So I I thought that was a really cool point for sure.
1: Well, thanks. And I love it. How you related it to athletes. Yeah. Because in reality, this applies to people who if you have to believe in yourself as an athlete, Mm. um, it applies if you're in business because you have to take risks and make decisions that are going to affect outcomes. Yeah. This is the daring action part. Yeah. And so this is where it leads right into the next phase, which is actually called a new true identity. Because instead of seeing yourself as identified by your worst moments, Mm. you're identified by who he says you are, which never changes. Right. And the thing is, but in the Holy Spirit, when we get that irresistible intimacy, now he personalizes it for you. Mm. And so I love that because this is where, in this chapter, you get four foundation stones. And you get to decide if you want to think of yourself as messed up (laughs) or are you a beautiful new creation?
0: Yeah. And I think it's so important that we, like, what we tune into, we turn into. So if we're tuning into all the negativity and all those lies that are being fed to us by, by the devil, but, but by the world, by everything that aren't true, then that's what we're going to end up being. It's going to end up being a belief, and we're going to believe it instead of turning and tuning into the positive things that really change and propel us forward into growth and into success. So yeah, I love that.
1: Yeah. Um, another foundation stone is, are you driven to perform perfectly? Are you going to keep trying to earn it or are you going to be free to live by grace and make, and learn to make mistakes and Mm. learn from them And and that Papa's our father, God, that his approval, that we do not have to do things perfectly.
0: Right. Yeah. And it, it's, it's the same thing. Like you said, this is all can play towards business or uh, athletics or life just in general. Like it's successful. People see failures, not as failures, but as moments where we learn and we grow um, and we, we don't we try not to make those mistakes again. And so it's it's a beautiful kind of comparison to make.
1: Yeah. So there's a couple other foundation stones, but one of them is, are you a wounded victim mm. or a victorious overcomer? And you know, some of us have lost things during COVID, we had success, and then it got wiped out by something that never happened that we didn't have any control over. Right. And so the thing is, is though, am I going to accept a victim mentality during this? Or am I going to pivot and change? Yep. And pivoting and changing is going to require daring actions. Yeah. The thing is, is I want the creator of the entire universe who designed the human body that no doctor can replicate. I want that brilliant thinking and his voice be behind my actions.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, that's perfect. Cause we were made to be creators. Like we were made to create just like he, he was, and he did. And, and it it's these moments, like what we're going through right now the mindset again goes back to that and our position because we can either see this as like a tombstone, like, oh, woe is me, this is the end of everything, like never that or a stepping stone. We're gonna take this and step up and into our purpose and into more success by taking that next step, whatever it may be.
1: Or a new sphere of influence. Yeah. So he could be connecting you with the person that's the key to your success.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know? So the next phase is called superior mindsets and um the word picture that i use here is um of an airport. Hmm. and uh, and our minds well, how i like to picture them with my clients is that there's an airspace over a airport. and we have an airspace of what we allow in and out of this this mindset of ours. Yep. but sometimes we've had planes that are negative or those things that we repeat in our mind that people said about us that weren't true, but they're stuck in there as this yeah. repeating voice. They're like illegal planes <laughs> running, uh, landing on my airport. <laughs> and um, in the book, I talk about how do we destroy illegal runways? Hmm. And how do we say no to illegal um, cargo
0: yeah.
1: being unloaded into our mind.
0: Oh, that's it's so crucial it's 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 like you're you're talking like subconsciously, like we let things in like I, so many times like people are listening to stuff on the radio or they're listening so much into the news and negative negativity. And they're like, oh, it's just on, it's just background. I'm like, yeah, but you're picking up on some more than you think, and it's turning into kind of what you're how you're acting and what you're believing. and so yeah, it's so important to protect even like the subconscious part of our mind that is taking things in like that as best we can. Um, because out of that, that's what our, our thoughts come from. And then feelings come from that. And then our feelings become actions. And, and so it's, that's so crucial to get rid of those. Like you say, those, those illegal airplanes, illegal cargo from coming into our minds. I love it.
1: Okay. So I had, so, um, there was a little thing in there as you were talking, that's real interesting. You said we have to take control of that as best as we're able. Mm. So there's always God's part. And our part, mm. like we have to do as much as we're able. Like we have to do the work. But yep. in the book, there are three questions hmm. about how do we incorporate God into? I call it handcuffing toxic emotions hmm. and handcuffing fear, so that it doesn't it doesn't control my thoughts. And I actually um, think that this is three questions to get God's perspective of why do I keep on allowing that particular fear or that particular lie to control me? Because in reality, almost all of us do have fears that we haven't been able to get free of yet that have stopped us from moving forward. Mm. And these three questions in the book are key because it's getting God's brilliant thinking about why you're doing it And then you can do the work to get it removed. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a good point because fear, from my perspective, I think we create so much of it on our own from experiences, from just our thoughts, what comes in our mind. uh, When we, if we can get past that fear, there's so much more potential that, that God has in store for our lives and for what we can do, but we, we let it hinder us so much for whatever reason. So I think that's a good, a great point to have in the book and. Um, to, to figure out kind of.
1: Yep. And, and because like, I'm just going to tell you the first question. Yeah. We don't have time for them all, but I'm going to personalize it to COVID. Okay. Because some of your listeners right now, they have dreams that they want to do. But the lie of COVID is that it will never work. Mm. The lie of COVID is I don't have enough resources. The lie of COVID is everything is going to fail. And so just listen to the first question and imagine if you prayed this and, and listened for God's response to personalize it to you. Father God, why am I allowing the fear of COVID to control this situation? Yeah. Control my response. Yeah. Why? And now you're getting to the, to the nitty gritty. Yeah. We're not just saying, oh, don't be afraid. I agree. Don't be afraid, but how do we get over it? We mm-hmm. by facing it and br- first of uh, bringing God into why am I doing it, and he and listening to what He has to say. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. I, and I, that last part is definitely a, a big part of it. Is listen. <laughs> listen so many times like I it personally like it's like I pray all this and then when do I give them time and be still and listen and so I I've gotten a lot better at that but yeah I know uh many years before this was like you got to listen too you can't just ask and then hope it happens you got to listen for an answer so yeah I love yeah. that part
1: Good <laughs> um the last part of that chapter um it uses the phrase which I'm becoming known for of mm. uh, we have to develop our decision muscles Oh and yeah and and in the face of fear, we can still choose daring actions hmm. if we develop decision muscles. And so I talk about that in the book um, because it's key to actually breakthrough.
0: Yeah. So I love that.
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, and then I have all kinds of great diagrams for my next chapter, um, which is called power struggles. Mm. And this is where um where we talk about how we're three part beings um body soul and spirit and um i but i but i become in my coaching clients i almost always talk about um a, the the word picture of a train okay and in the train the thing is is during covid is your train running around everywhere doing loops and and getting totally off track huh. going down into a deep pit because you're being run by your emotions. Hmm. And so in the in my coaching with people, we work very difficult to identify what are your real emotions? And first of all, not ignore them. But after I have figured out and own them, I put them in the caboose. Hmm. And then I keep the Holy Spirit and what God has said in his brilliant thinking, that is determining the direction of my train, but the and so it always comes back. I become famous to the person for saying, "And what are we going to do with those emotions?" Uh, they're like, "Put them in the caboose." Yeah, I'll put them in the caboose. And so, um, our mind, will, and emotions—our emotions go in the caboose. Awesome. And our will, we can always choose as our will to follow the brilliant thinking of what God has has said over us and what he's asked us to do and what his word says. But then we still get to control what we think work hard on, on those power struggles Mm -hmm. and really where I have specialty uh, stuff in the book and with my clients about not just to control your mind. Everyone knows that, (laughs) but, but how do you take a thought captive?
0: Mm. Good point.
1: My book, there's three steps. That are very practical and doable about how do I take a thought captive, and how do I put that emotion in the coos. Uh,
0: that's awesome. Definitely an important thing to learn with emotions because they can they can really mess things up and control you if you if you don't.
1: Yeah, and so um, a lot of people love that graphic with the train once they get into get into it. Yeah. Um, and then the and then that chapter has so much. <laughs> It has a power prayer on page awesome. 90, on page 91 um, that helps you to replace every lie with the truth and to replace negative emotions with the fruit of God's nature and character. Mm. so but we don't have time for that because <laughs> right? that's an hour-long conversation yeah um, and so but what happens is is that when you learn how to control your thoughts and words, then you can come up to implement your game plan. And that's the last chapter. And this is where, why I talk about daring actions Mm. because many people, they have this picture of themselves, how they want to be, but it just seems like they can never successfully transition. Uh. And the goal of this chapter, the last one is the game plan. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to know how to pick your kingdom to know how it operates. But here's the key. You have to defend your kingdom. Yep. And daring actions are how you defend a kingdom. Yep. And so I teach people, when I work with people, it's getting them to the point where they can actually live the life to defend off the attacks of the enemy and go forward into their destiny. That's awesome. So that's the goal of the incredible life makeover anyway.
0: I love it. And I, I love it so much. And everybody needs to, to check out the book just because from this, it's packed with so much useful and beneficial information. Like we've said already for whatever you're in athletics, if you're a student at college, if you're business, if you're a business owner, whatever it may be, all this um, personal and, and professional can be related together with our actions and our thoughts. And so this is a a great tool um, to really digest those emotions and those thoughts and then take hold of them to kind of head in a positive direction. So, yeah, I think this is a really amazing thing that you've done with um, the incredible life movement. So.
1: Thanks. Um, And then the first chapter for brilliant thinking. Yeah. two. Um, is called Pass the Test. And this is really key. There's five battle cries in there for people who have experienced trauma. And I did not know that COVID was coming, but these <laughs> five battle cries help you to limit the effects of trauma so it doesn't destroy your whole life. That's awesome. And with COVID out there right now, everybody is trying to figure out how do I deal with trauma? Yeah. So my, my clients actually post these and uh, usually in our program and they personalize them for their particular trauma
2: mm-hmm.
1: Claire, you will not steal anything else from me. That is one of them. Yeah. I will not let this loss steal anything else from me. And here's the thing I declare every day that COVID will not destroy my destiny and it will not steal anything else from me. And That's so awesome. as a freebie, to- audience. <laughs> That they can join with us in saying, "Covid, you don't get to determine my future, and you don't get to steal anything else from me that I have control over."
0: That's awesome, and it, it plays right into having those like positive affirmations to to really in tune with your your destiny and your mindset and your personal growth. So that's awesome. Thank you for that freebie for sure. Yeah, um, I, again, this has been wonderful information. So, so thankful that you, uh, came on the show today to share this. Um, I look forward to, um, seeing what impact the incredible life makeover, I think I said movement earlier, I apologize, has, uh, going forward, especially in this time we're in, uh, before we wrap things up though, I like to ask some questions related to pencil leadership and the five traits. Uh, I'll just ask a couple, um, The first one about pencil leadership, the first trait is a pencil has to be held to be used and leave a mark. Um, So we need as people, as leaders have to humble ourselves um, and and get help to improve, to be able to leave a positive mark. So who would you say uh, would be one mentor that you have had that has left a huge impact and really helped you get to where you are today?
1: There's been so many, Uh like hard to say just one, but right one of my major ones was my high school um physics advanced math and computer science teacher wow he uh, taught all those three classes and i learned an incredible amount from him but he spoke into my life and he kept on telling me that um even though like my parents weren't capable of really helping me to pick colleges and and to really be involved in launching me um No one in my entire extended family had ever gone to college. Wow. He just kept saying, you can go, you can make it. I believe in you. And um, so that's why it's so, it's such an honor to help people to develop their gifts and their abilities and the treasure that's inside them because Mr. Adams did that for me.
0: Oh, I love that. And and it kind of goes back to what I try to tell people all the time. It doesn't matter what your position is, where you are in life. You always can have influence. Someone's always watching and listening to what you're doing and saying. And so it's so important to have that positivity, that, that kind of uplifting spirit. Like my wife's a teacher. So we talk about the same thing, how, how it's such a struggle with some kids, but she's able to speak positive things. And she's always like, well, I don't know if it's doing any good. And I'm like, just wait, eventually it'll click for him. It doesn't, might not be now and you might not ever know, but it it definitely will. And so I love, I love that. That's That's so cool. The the final question I want to ask has to do, uh, with the last trade of pencil leadership. So a pencil's job is to leave a mark. Um, and sometimes that could be on a surface that's harder to leave a mark on. It could be an easy surface to leave a mark on, but you can always leave a mark as a pencil. And so, uh, for us as people, we're, we're here to leave a mark, hopefully a good mark. Um, and so after everything's said and done for you here on earth, what would you want people to see as your mark?
1: Well, I hope that on my tombstone that somebody puts on there that she was a lover of God and people.
2: Mm.
1: Um, But in the last chapter of the Incredible Life Makeover, it talks Mm -hmm. about having to leave a legacy. And I have seen people come into freedom and a new level of success by going through the Incredible Life Makeover, by working with me as a coach, by coming to one of our events. And it changes generations. Because it injects God's brilliant principles, his brilliant thinking, his brilliant nature, his character and his power into their lives. And they can not only know about it as an intellectual, but it's when they can actually start living by it. And so the skill sets that we go through that they're empowered with change lives not only today, but for generations. And I hope that that's a mark that um, is worthy.
0: I love that. Yeah. A legacy that's, and in my coaching business, that's why I try to help people do is, is realize that they have a potential, they have worth outside of what they are limiting themselves to believe, to be able to leave a legacy um, going forward. And so, yeah, I think that's a wonderful mark uh, to, to want to leave. And I think you're definitely doing that um, with the incredible life makeover and everything else that you do. Um, And so Julia, again, Thank you so much for being on Pencil Leadership today. Um, before we go, how I know your book obviously is out. Is there other ways people can connect with you?
1: Yep. So if they go to, to newlifefortoday.com, they can um, go to my store. I have CDs on other things. Okay. I have my coaching. Um, I have endorsements there, interviews. Um, they can follow me on Facebook and I post things there. I have a private Facebook group. So, um, yeah, I just would love to, for them to connect. And if they're interested in any online, um, audiences they can, uh, or, or, um, or real ones, I really yeah. love
2: real ones, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but or if they're interested in coaching, they can always contact me on my contact tab on the website awesome. and I'd love to speak with them.
0: Awesome. Well, again, Julie, thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thank you, and uh, that's newlifefortoday.com. and thanks so much.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. If you enjoyed it, share this with someone else and make a positive impact on their life. Also, head on over and leave a five-star rating if you like anything you heard today, and let me know what you think so I can make this show better for you in the future. And go ahead and connect with me on Instagram at chris.t.anderson love to hear from you now let's go out and make a difference as pencil leaders